When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Our next guest on the program is John Barker. He played 168 games and kicked 127 goals throughout his AFL career. 113 of those were for the Hawks between 98 and 2006 and shared a couple of years as a teammate of Lance Franklin, Hawthorne's leading goal kicker of 2001, John Barker. Welcome to the Sporting Capital. Good to speak with you. Good evening, Jordan. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you. How was uh, the weekend of footy for you? Yeah, it was unbelievable, um, especially when you consider the the feat that occurred that will never again occur, I don't believe. What was your uh, What was your foremost thought when you saw, and, and we knew it was going to happen at some point in the first couple of rounds, but when you saw Buddy kick his 1,000th goal? I, I, you know the crowd was going to run on, but when it did, it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, but I just joy. Um, I think uh, those sort of those sort of moments transcend time because they're just um, so you know, distinctive and significant. And um, you know he's, he's a absolute one of a kind buddy, and he always uh, walked to the beat of his own drum. And um, to see him. Um, achieve something so grand in, in modern footy was just unbelievable. Were there moments that flashback for you in your memories from when Friday happened, but thinking back to the 90s when it happened, Lockett, Ablett, Dunstall achieving the same feat? Were there any parallels from that to, to what happened on Friday? Uh, yeah, look, obviously there are, but um, it's because it's such a different game now, modern football, and because the ball... Um, sits in a, you know, in terms of the playing group, it sits in a 80 metre basically. You know, you've got 36 players almost in an 80 metre grid now. So the ability to to move the ball, the ability to have one on ones um, consistently is just not there. So, uh, well, not what, not in the same volume of, that it used to in the 80s, where where it was majority one on ones across the ground, except for stoppages. So, um, just the uh, it. it in my opinion, it stands alone because of because of the challenges that have faced him as a as a, as a footballer versus some of those other greats, and and that does not by, by the way that does not um, um, make their feats any less significant. I just think he's just had to face more challenges to to kick that volume of goal. Did the did the actual moment on on Friday and the lead up to it as well, and then the the um the reaction, I suppose, of obviously the fans on the ground, but just the general love that he got from from Sydney fans foremostly. Did it did it seem bigger than than when it happened with in the nineties, particularly with like a, a close parallel being Tony Lockett being at Sydney? Uh, yeah, probably. You know, you know, when I haven't actually thought about it that way. It's a, it's a good way to put it, but yeah, probably given the um, how crazy it was. Um, 
Well, the, the scenes were unbelievable. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was finding it hard to wipe the smile off my face. Um, and uh, I'm in, I'm in lockdown at the moment with COVID, <laughs> and I was a little bit, oh, no. I was a little bit under the weather. I was a little bit under the weather too. So, um, but it did, it did pep me up a bit. It was, it was great to watch. How much time did uh, did you spend as a um, as a mentor to Lance Franklin when you were teammates in at Hawthorne for, for I think two years you were there together. Well, it's funny. In my last couple of years, I, I didn't play much um, footy on field just uh, through the injuries. And, and Clarko had actually said to me, you probably can't impact on the field like you'd like to, but you can still have impact by um, helping coach guys like Buddy and Timmy Boyle and Jared Roughhead. And, um, and that sort of kicked off my coaching career a bit in, in that I just started to get a bit of a buzz out of helping these guys. Um, and I'll, look, I'll never forget we had a 2.2 time trial under Andrew um, Russell when Buddy first got there, and um, I remember the Andrew Russell said, "Ready, set, go!" And we took off, and we were at Caulfield Park, and um, Buddy took off like he'd been shot out of a cannon. And I, and I um, used to have a re- used to fancy my tank, uh, uh, you know, for a tour. I used to have a reasonable tank, and. He took off like he'd been shot out of a cannon, and I thought, oh, he'll blow up, and I'll reel him in. And Jordan, I literally did not lay eyes on him again. Um, he just kept going, and uh, he he ran as fast as any of the um, small mids there. And um, I thought, geez, that's something significant. And then we started doing a couple of days later, we started doing repeat 150s, and um, Shane Crawford and. <coughs> St. Crawford and Campbell Brown in tandem could not go with him on 150. So a guy who's six foot over six foot six, who's got speed and a big tank, um, from an athletic point of view, I just knew there was something. <laughs> it was something very, very special. And if you could play footy, well, that was going to be um, that was going to mean he was going to be a very, very good player. And obviously, he was. So was it was it pretty quick then that the senior players and and the coaching panel were all um, pretty amazed by 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 what he was able to do on a football field. Oh, absolutely! He um, he uh, his ability to pick up a ground ball for a guy that tall was and, and at speed was was elite. Um, his hands were very good. Obviously, he wasn't as good in in um, uh, contested marking situations, but. He almost didn't need to be because he could find space because of his speed and because of his tank. Um, I think the thing that most endeared me to Buddy was his just his cheeky confidence. He, uh, he, um, Jason Dunstall came down. He, look, he had some kicking woes early, Buddy, and I know this story's gone around a little bit, and it's it's a hundred percent true. Jason Dunstall came down to help him, and he he put all these witches hats out in a straight line so that Buddy stopped running on an arc and so Buddy ran straight and he just kept missing and so Jason picked up the cones and Buddy ran on his arc and he kicked the goal and um, once Jason left he said <clears throat> I know what Jason's trying to do he's come down here to try and stuff me up so that I don't break his goal kicking record <laughs> and uh, he actually it was uh, it was quite funny at the time but there was just a bit of seriousness about it and um, I just that that cheeky confidence was just uh, it was just awesome and, and very endearing, very endearing. What what kind of teammate was he, and what kind of person was he in those early years? 
Um, cheeky. I, uh, you know, he had he had a couple of little misdemeanors when he went out, and and that you know that can happen with some young players, and so he wasn't he wasn't allowed really to go out for a little while there without a without a chaperone or someone from the leadership group, and so uh, some Saturday nights I get a phone call and. Um, I could hear music in the background and say, Johnny, can you do you want to come out? <laughs> so I thought he's already out, cheeky bugger, and um he hadn't got prior approval. But uh yeah, he look I, he was a very good um very good trainer. Um, unbelievable work ethic. Um there's no doubt he, he he was a little bit cheeky and um you know, he had a he had a couple of Little misdemeanors, as I, as I suggested, but um, uh, there's there's good reason why he's um, got to where he's got to and achieved what he has so far, and and that's because he had a, a massive work rate and um, super talent, and he worked very very hard on his craft. Have you been in contact <laughs> with him over the the recent few years? Yeah, look, he um, we you know my uh, current boss. Uh, runs um, Buddy Bet, so uh, we haven't we had a couple of discussions with him about, about whether he'd put his name to that. And um, um, but yeah, look, I had a bit of a chat to him um, when he's when he's um, had a few uh, different um, celebrations in his life, and uh, it's always good to have a little bit of a chat to him. Um, he's a uh, he's a he's a very uh, very uh, humble human being. Uh, it's a great story, uh, um, John, and uh, just hearing some of those moments from in early in his career. How much? Uh, so, what kind of things were you tasked with, with, uh, with sort of helping him and and bringing him through uh, when he's when he was first drafted to the Hawks? Uh, look, one of the things that really good forward lines do is they understand that when the ball comes inside fifty, that um, there, there might be six six forwards, obviously. There could there could be two or three in a forward line at any given time if we're racing back and and that you can't all get your hands on the ball at once. So um, a really good team that works together as a forward line will, will be more effective than um, six guys working individually. So <clears throat> the ability to run certain patterns and and understand um, certain methodologies in terms of the way you run a system. Um, was important. Clarko um, was one of the first coaches to really talk about strong method with, in terms of coaching philosophy. So he, um, so trying to trying to get Buddy to to run a pattern when he knew that he might sacrifice getting his hands on the ball <laughs> wasn't easy. So um, because he just thought, well, I'm the best forward here, so if I'm if I'm um, if I've let up and, and I haven't been used, well then. I think I should go straight back into the space where where the ball is most likely going to be. Whereas we were keen for him to to roll around and and create a bit of space for the next person, but it wasn't as easy <laughs> telling Buddy that he had to do that when he uh, when he knew he was the best forward there and that he should uh, head back into space. So there's a lot of teething problems with that, but um, he uh, over time worked out that. That team play was was what ended up um, being so significant in helping the Hawks win that first 2008 um, premiership. Do you think he when uh, there hadn't been one for a while? Pardon. 
Yes, absolutely. Do you think he retires at the end of the year? Buddy? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to know. Look, it's, it, he spoke today and it sounded like he uh, he uh, was keen to go again and, and was talking about, you know, sort of up to Tommy Harley, who runs Sydney's footy department. But, um, yeah, it'd be hard to know. If I was to take a guess now, I think he'd probably, probably do one more year. But they'd have to be very smart with the way they managed him and, I just don't think he's the type of guy that you should be playing 22 games for the year. You might earmark maybe 15 at the start of the year and regardless of how he's feeling and regardless of how the team's going, I think you almost have to stick to it. And having been in match committees where you've tried, where, you know, the mindset at the start is to do that, but gets thrown out the window when, you, when you've got um, win-losses facing you in the, mm. you know... <laughs> Hitting you in the face, so. Um, but I think, yeah, I think he can. John, it's been a pleasure talking to you tonight, and uh, and and hearing your side of things from Lance Franklin's early days in his career. Pleasure to get your your views and observations and memories from that, and uh, hope hopefully COVID's uh, just a fleeting one for you, and you you recover soon as well. Pardon me on a personal <laughs> note. So thank you so much. Thanks, Jordan. Have a great night. You too, John Barker, former Hawthorne forward. Uh, with us here on the Sporting Capital this Monday night. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.